and welcome to the local side of Key West. I'm your host Kelly. With me always is Keith. What up? What are we talking about this week, babe? The history of the dry tortugas. Yep. Let's go. All right, you guys. Welcome back to the local side of Key West podcast. Keith and I had such a great time last week doing the live video. If you guys haven't seen it, it's on the YouTube page for the local side of Key West. And I think we're going to do it again next month. Are we going to do mojitos or Hemingway's drink? It'll be a surprise. What's that Heming- Hemingway Haze? Which is a cocktail we learned from a bar up the Keys. And it is probably my favorite cocktail. But if you guys did get to see it, tell me what you think. People were like, you didn't put the recipe in the show notes. I'm like, yeah, how else am I going to get you to listen? I have to bribe you. Did them at the beginning and did them in the end. Yeah, so go watch the show. And they're very simple. Yeah. Very, very simple. I had a bunch of people send me pictures of all four ingredients. Yeah. It was so cute how many people actually made the the margarita. One of your friends said it was too sweet. Yeah, what does she know? you're going to actually put uh, more tequila in it instead of... The Patron Citronize or, or the Grand Marnier because they're both sweet. The, the Patron Citronize is very sugary. So yeah. the more you put of that in there, the sweeter it gets. Hey, there's nothing wrong with more tequila. No. She is a uh, margarita connoisseur, just so you know. Jeez. When I met her, we met over margaritas, and that was like a million years ago, yeah. and we both drink them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she's a pretty good judge. She thought it was sweet. So, yeah. But anyway, we had, when we were doing the live video, we were talking about a big announcement, and I'm still way too nervous to announce it, but I think we're going to do it anyway, right? Your call. You want to do it at the beginning and let everyone know right away, or make them wait till the end? No, you make them wait. they got to listen all the way through. <laughs> it's a little torture before you find out. Ooh, all right. Torture you. At the end of this podcast... We're making a massive announcement. Right? Massive to us, at least, yeah. You don't think anyone else cares? I don't think so either. No, they might be happy for you. <laughs> it's a pretty cool announcement. It's pretty- a big change for Keith and I, so. Anyway, this week, uh, last week, was that last week or two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, we were discussing, uh, oh, excuse me, I don't even know what we were discussing. I don't either. <laughs> what was our podcast two weeks ago? Oh, the Seaport District. And in the Seaport District, there's so much history. And we were discussing uh, John Wilkes Booth, uh, Samuel Mudd, the Tortugas, and a bunch of stuff came up that, you know, we thought would be really interesting if we did a deep dive into the dry Tortugas, why it's so, like, amazing to go to. Now, before I get into the whole history of the dry Tortugas, it's a lot of fun. It's... Such a cool experience. You can go by the ferry. The ferry will be less money. I think they offer you like a box lunch. Takes a few hours to get there, depending on the weather. Could be rough. Could be perfectly smooth sailing. It's definitely the more economical way to go. If you have the extra dough, then do the plane. Make sure you do your reservations far in advance. Minimum three months. They always book up. Both of them, the boat and the plane. There's, again, one public boat and one public plane that goes there. 
Kelly does have a few boats that go there privately. Of course I know. You can go private for the day. You can go to luxury catamaran for a few days, spend the night out there. You know, there's you options. Yeah, there's options. Yeah. But I definitely suggest you make all of those reservations months in advance. And it's just really cool. If you're into social media, that is the Instagrammers' pages of dreams are made of. Oh, God, the pictures are stunning. It's such a cool history lesson. They actually, you can do a tour of the fort. If you go private on one of my boats, they give you a free tour of the boat. Of the what? God. Fort? That captain will give you a free tour of the fort. Now, the tour is free in a group along with your plane, uh, your, your plane ticket or your boat ticket. But, yeah, anyway, it would be a private tour with the private boat. Did I say that right? Dang. You know, you sometimes you feel like it's, it's a Monday every Tuesday. Anyway, <laughs> anything else you want to add about how wonderful your experience was at the Tortugas no, and that you should definitely go? I like the plane. I mean, but, it, you know, it is expensive. It is. It is expensive. Locals, you get a discount if you have a local Key it West ID. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fun. Good experience. You're 500 foot off the deck, which you see every type of wildlife. You see the shipwrecks. It's it's a cool experience. The deck? What do you think the deck is? The water, but that's not a deck. That's a, yeah, they call it off the deck. I'm going to Google that. <laughs> so, anyway, I decided not to use my wisdom and history and memory to do this whole history of the dry tortugas and I'm going to uh, talk about it right off of the drytortugas.com website so everything I'm reading is factual I'm not making it up and I'm not screwing it up right mm. we'll see okay we'll see if I can read baby please feel free to throw in your two cents because you love history Oh, also, I forgot to say, um, my history podcast, so we're going to be doing a lot more history podcasts, because one of my clients, who, by the way, also brought us Old Bay Cheetos when they came, because they are amazing, and we have been eating them, they're literally sitting in front of us right now. You can only get them as far south as Virginia. And they brought like five bags. I'm yeah. not even gonna lie to you, but thank, the best. thank you, Jen and Becky, for that and the ideas of doing history podcasts. So we will be doing different history um, podcasts throughout the year. And if you have any ideas of a certain building or area you would like to learn about, let me know because Key West is just completely full of history. It's so full of history, I didn't know what to do and moved on to the Tortugas. <laughs> so if you have any general ideas, let me know. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. It's late. I know, it's always late. Why can't we start this earlier? We should be doing this like way earlier, like months in advance, and have these all ready to go. By the way, hold for our big announcement at the end of the podcast. Okay, the dried tortugas. In 1513, when Spanish explorer Ponce de Leon stumbled upon these very islands at the southernmost entrance of the Gulf of Mexico, he was struck by an abundance of sea turtles cute already he promptly named the island las tortugas which means the turtles years later the dry was added to warn others of the island's lack of fresh water enchanting as they were from a distance once ashore it became apparent that the islands were unfit for human habitation so 
just random. Keith and I were going to camp there in November of 2017, and we did a lot of history. Or we did a lot of research into it, and basically, there's nothing to do. There's no water. There's no bathroom. There's nothing for you. No electric. No electric. You're not having coffee in the morning unless you can figure it out. Can you have a fire there? I don't think so. I would highly doubt it. I don't think so. I know there's a company that brings everything to you, so I don't know how you drink they coffee. battery-operated coffee pots now, though, so... Oh, they do? Thank oh, the yeah. Lord Almighty. So, anyway, yeah, it's so it's dry because of that reason. Nonetheless, the strategic significance of the dry Tortugas was recognized early in our nation's history. The shipping lane through the Gulf of Mexico was confined to a narrow stream of deep water, passing within cannon shot of the island. Whoever controlled the dry Tortuga also controlled the passage to and from America's heartland. Sharpened by fresh memories of the War of 1812, the implications were of no small consequence to the federal government. Orders were given to begin constructing Fort Jefferson in the dry Tortugas in 1846. A hexagonal... Wow. That was my first one. It's uh, storming here pretty bad, so you're going to hear thunder, and maybe that's just... Hope we don't lose power. I'm praying. Well, we don't need power. Oh, we do, because I'm reading. Yeah, you don't read that laptop, are A hexagonal union fort built using slave laborers, Fort Jefferson remains one of the largest masonry structures in the Western Hemisphere. Did you know that? I did. I didn't. Taking up an entire 16-acre garden key. Did you know it was on garden key? No, I didn't know it was that. One of the seven islands... Constituting the Dry Tortugas, the fort was fashioned out of 16 million bricks imported from the continental United States. In the middle of construction, the civil 16 million bricks. We got to see them. Ah, so cool. In the middle of construction, the Civil War broke out, and building materials were increasingly hard to come by. A visible line in the fort's wall, formed by the use of different color bricks from New England, marks the beginning of the Civil War. Yep. You know, most Dang. of the bricks that are in the United States come from England. I don't know that much stuff. You're yeah, that's where the trade, all, trade, all the trading went on. Hmm. You know, we had, we had tobacco. They had bricks. Interesting. You know, nails, things like that. That's really cool. We should have done the history you tour. Don't, you never we went to the Soderley Mansion tour? Uh, yeah, Soderley yeah. in Upper Marlboro? No, Soderley's in. Oh no, Soderley's where people get married. Mechanics fill yeah. the wine thing. They yeah. talk about no. the bricks. And I just all drank that, wine the there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Although the 1,500 troops at Fort Jefferson never actually had to defend it in battle, the fort did gain fame during. Here you go, babe. The fort did gain fame during the Civil War as a prison for the Union deserters and other undesirables. Dubbed America's Devil Island, in the most uh, its most notorious inmate was Doctor Mud. Doctor Samuel Mud, exiled for life to the Dry Tortugas for setting the broken leg of John Wilkes Booth, the assassin of President Lincoln. Mud was eventually pardoned by President Andrew Johnson for his heroic efforts in fighting the outbreak of yellow fever at the fort. Okay, that's a long haul for him from Maryland. Yeah, because Maryland is where. He was hiding. Yeah, Dr. Mudd's house. Mm-hmm. Right around the where we grew up. Yeah. The military abandoned Fort Jefferson in 1874, and it was left to pirates, squatters, and others. In 1898, the USS Maine sailed from the Dry Tortugas on its ill-fated voyage to the bottom of Havana Harbor, helping ignite the Spanish-American War. 
10 years later, the islands were designated and I'm sorry, were designated a preserve and breeding ground for birds. Then in 1935, Fort Jefferson was declared a national monument. President Truman stopped by, as did Queen Elizabeth II, but visitation was generally sparse. Finally, 1992, the Jefferson National Monument was expanded, upgraded, and renamed the Dry Tortugas National Park. Not as long ago as you would think, no. 92. I graduated high school in 97. Oh, blah, blah. My daughter was born a year earlier. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now I'm reading this directly from their site. Just so Now you know. they do have little houses in there where, like, the park rangers and the workers stay at while they're there. They have air conditioning and running water, but all powered by generator, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, the bird thing was very interesting because a lot of birds go there that don't go anywhere else. So bird watching is very, I guess, not huge. fast, but it's a huge, massive thing. So we actually went, you can stand at this peak and look over with binoculars. We brought binoculars and see the birds, or you can go to the areas. But I think certain times a year, those spots are off limits, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. When they're um, breeding, I guess it's cold. I don't know. Um, so I'm reading this off their site again. So this is like a different section, and it says... As one of our newest national parks, we are now committed to protecting the dry tortugas. This in no mean, in no mean feat for a variety of reasons. Variety? Variety? Variety of reasons. First, the park encompasses approximately 100 square miles, only 40 acres of which are above water. Oh, that's interesting. I paused because I was like, that's not 100 square miles. Mm-hmm. But now, okay, I got it. Well, it's all, yeah. You're, you're riding over it in the boat. Interesting. Oh. It's a largely, oh, it is largely a marine sanctuary that serves as an ecological laboratory for studying, preserving, and enjoying rich and diversified underwater world. Maybe we should rename this to just all of the dry tortugas because this isn't like history anymore. This is just about it. Patrolling the vast expanse of open water is a tall order, especially for only a handful of park rangers. The importance of doing so, however, is accentuated by the more than 200 this year part, babe, 200 sunken ships dating back to the 1600 at rest with the park's boundary. They are an extraordinary historical and cultural significance. Um, what were you just talking about today, babe? Uh, at one time, you know, the Key West was pretty much known for shipwrecks. All the area around it, all the reefs, it was very, you had to run through very narrow areas to, to find deep water. At one point, it was a shipwreck Per week, wow! In the Florida Keys, that is insane to me. Remember the tower down there at the shipwreck museum? That's where they would stand and look and wait for the shipwrecks. And usually, the one with the fastest boat got out there and they got to recover whatever they could huh. get off of it, and it would, they would claim the ship. That's really cool. The National Park Service does its best to keep the locations of all but two wrecks a secret. And metal detectors are prohibited within the park. But the bounty reaped from the Atosha by the notorious Key West treasure hunter Mel Fisher several years ago serves as a reminder of the ends to which people will go to dig up antiquities for personal profit. So all but 200 ships are private? Mm-hmm. How do people not just find them? Like when you're flying over, you see shipwrecks. They're buried in the silt. 
the sand. Wow. The Park Service also does its best to keep commercial fishermen from illegally exploiting the fishery, but that too is easier said than done. Playing tag with commercial vessels that run inside and then outside of the park's borders makes surveillance and apprehension difficult. To add insult to injury, commercial fishermen frequently take refuge in the park's safe harbor, and Park Service law enforcement officers are often called upon to mediate disputes between them and other boaters. A burden, park a burden park officials see as incidental to their primary mission. I mean, just don't go there. Come on, man. Sometimes they sending? have safe harbor from storms is what they're trying to say. But they're really not allowed to be in there. They'll hide behind a, an island. In this regard, recreational use of the Dry Tortugas National Park has presented few problems to date. The 70 miles of open water separating Key West from the islands have always constrained their recreational use, despite great fishing, outstanding snorkeling and birding, and fascinating human history that dry tortugas have simply been beyond the reach of most people. That makes sense, because people aren't just coming here popping on a boat heading no, 70 miles. No, it's, and you got to go through the straits, which really, if you don't have the right boat, it will, it'll hurt you in a big boat, so. Still, recreational use is accelerating dramatically, and there are clouds over this otherwise cloudless paradise. In, in 1984, visitation totaled 18,000. Today, visitation is approaching 90,000. So from 84 to now, it went from 18,000 people to 90,000 people. Thanks to the national park status, many tourists from abroad now include the Tortugas along with the Grand Canyon and Yellowstones as must stop to their visit to the United States. Huh. It is a piece of history that you want to see. It's how did they not know that in 1984? Uh, I guess the United States didn't have anything oh. to do with it until when? Here's the answer. The internet is also making it easier to spread the there word about go. the park. <laughs> in effect, the Tortugas are becoming less and less isolated with each passing day. It's kind of sad. So, you know, that's it on like the history. And then if you go there, I just wanted to read that to you. I thought that'd be super interesting to people obviously not... there's more history once you get there about yeah. the place but and if you go to dry dry tortugas.com you can book your trip you can i can book the ferry for you you can learn about stuff so there's like a bunch of different tabs so you can plan your trip you can explore and the things that they talk about is the birding which is supposed to be like some of the most incredible ever you can snorkel there, the camping, the actual tour, the beaches. So the half-day trip there is... Not long enough. Not long enough. But it might get too long if you do the full-day trip. You it's, have to want to do everything. Yeah. You want you got to be in the water if you're going to be there a full-day trip. We did not snorkel because when we went, it was freezing cold. Yeah, so the we water didn't snorkel. was ice cold. Yeah, and cold. we ran out of time. It was rainy. The time we walked around it, it wasn't rainy. It did. It was rainy. It was cloudy and dark. Yeah, yeah it was. And don't bring too much stuff. I brought too <laughs> oh, much stuff. We brought stuff to snorkel. We brought binoculars. We brought food. We brought, Oh, my God. Uh, the backpack I had was every bit of 70 pounds, and it was too much. And make sure you wear good shoes. Do not wear, think that you're going to walk around that place in your flip-flops. No, unless your plan is to snorkel and go to the beach. Yeah, then flip-flop. Then flip-flops are fine, but if you're going to walk, definitely wear good shoes. Yep. And don't don't bring too much. We, we really brought way too much because we didn't know. And Keith and I honestly really want to take the plane back, 
So we could do the fort tour, which yeah. we didn't do, and snorkel. Because we did it, we did like where the birds were. We did our own thing. Yeah, There's we went to the birds. Very cool boat there that was uh, from the Cubans that washed the shore there. There was something they built, of course. Where little, was that? That was inside one of the bunkers on, on the oh, bottom. Oh, yeah. Had a little four-cylinder engine in it with a shaft coming out of it, obviously with a prop. I mean, it was that they they come up with some ingenuity, man. So if you go to the website again, you can hit explore. And it'll say, you know, what there is to do there. There's a history button. And it'll talk about discovering, talk about the name and the nature, which is what we already just talked about, the history. And then you can do eco tours, which is bird washing, turtles, coral reef, marine life. And there's a whole section for kids, which I could totally see bringing kids there if you have your kids, because there's a lot of history. And then there's actually a museum you can go to, which we didn't actually get to do. So that's kind of the, the whole thing for the history of the Tortugas. Um, I don't know. I think I find it fascinating. And I thought we'd give you some more information because we didn't have the right information, all of the correct information when we were talking about it in the Seaport District. And again, if you guys find anything that you want to learn about history-wise in Key West, send us a message at Kelly at the Concierge Girl or hit me up on one of our socials. The video, we're gonna, I'm going to try to do some more videos, but the video of us making the margaritas from last week is on the YouTube page, the local side of Key West changed the name, made it easier to find. <sighs> All right. Do you want to read a review? No. Do you want to tell them your big announcement? Do you want to tell them? You tell them. No, I'm not telling them. I'll tell you. I'm very nervous to tell you this because it's very nerve-wracking when you expand things, your business. But And take big leaps like oh, I'm doing as well. So... We have decided, I couldn't figure out how to word this. How do you word this? Because I didn't want to say we bought it, and I didn't want to say take over. We've acquired. We've acquired a business in Key West called, this is so weird to me. The Hip Tourist. Oh, my God. I it's been in business it. 21 years. <laughs> the owner is one of the most incredible humans I have ever met. She's amazing. She's just, you know, it's time for her to retire. And she knew it, so she... Talk to us about maybe purchasing the business, and that's what we're doing. We've tooled with it for a few, few, few months here. Yeah, for sure. So we're buying it, and I'm we... not working at the dealership anymore with the Tiki Hut. Oh, he's so not... that's not going to be talked about anymore. No, nope. uh, I'm jumping full boat into this business with Kelly. We're going to offer a lot of things. Uh, including sandbar trips of our own. And? Bikes, golf carts. And we are going to be able to now offer you rental equipment, like luxury beach setups with beautiful luxury chairs and umbrellas. If you don't want to just rent the ones at the beach, you can have a higher-end beach setup. Wheelchairs. Wheelchairs. Oh, baby my gosh. strollers, baby running strollers. We can bring a cart full of toys Cat. and set up to <laughs> that is hilarious we can bring i can't even say that like beach uh wagons and setups for your kids to the beach Toys. so we deliver it you show up at the beach we can either deliver it to your hotel or deliver it to the beach and he said um cat strollers if you're bringing your cat into a cat stroller i'm definitely renting it to you and you're taking a picture and sending it to me that's hilarious but most Dog. of the time it's for dogs no, whatever hey there's this girl named Brittany who she works at her cat she uh, she takes her cat out on the boat. Yeah. 
And her name's Brittany. She works at Salty Roots Hair Studio in the Perry. Go see her. And yeah. So we will also now have a brand new physical location at 915 Simonton Street. This will be after September. So don't come there yet. Wait till September. Baby cribs. Oh my God. With the baby cribs. Kelly's favorite baby potties. Okay, not offering baby bodies. Uh, bundles of beach toys. Um, I'm trying to remember. We everything will else. be officially doing gift baskets. Yeah. Um, um, I'm going to also offer small weddings. If it's just you and your hubby or a few guests, we can now do a bunch of stuff on the beach for you table, or wherever you may want. Table and chair setups. Table and chair setups. It's going to be extremely small. So yep. if you're local and you're having a little baby shower at your house and you need a couple six foot tables and chairs. We're going to be your people. Yep. We're not going that big. Also, we're going to have, this is the most exciting news. The podcast is going to be there. We're going to record from the freaking building. And. It won't be at nine o'clock at night. We're going to. Nope. We're going to record more during the day. And we're going to invite you guys to join us. So. If we're recording or if we have, we're going to start doing some interviews with local businesses and local friends, more or less, it's going to be more friends. I invited Jen and Becky on when they come back for their wedding and we were going to talk about weddings in Key West, just everything we can possibly do, but the podcast will now be there so you can walk by and tap on the window and say hi when you see us recording. I wish we were here when the ice guy gets here, but we're not going to be in there yet. He's there this month, isn't he? He's here on the 23rd. No. Yeah. And we'll be recording on the 23rd of August with Ice Guy and his wife. I That's don't know do if he's going to be nice or mean, but he also thinks meringue sucks, so we don't really like him. Yeah, I'm already clashing with him. <laughs> I might bring him a giant Blue Heaven Key Lime Pie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, whew, it's super nerve-wracking. We're making a big jump, but that's what's happening. So if you need anything like that, or if you need anything, anything you can call us or message me or email me. I'm super nervous. It's Moving making on. me uncomfortable. Don't move on. This is life. There'll be more. And I'm doing a contest. You don't even know this. I just decided about 25 well, minutes ago. Okay. okay. So I'm doing a contest. And it's going to be a referral contest. This is for local businesses. This is for locals. And this is for anyone that's coming to Key West this year. Okay. What I'm going to do is, if you refer somebody to us, you need to say, hey, John, make sure you tell them Sally sent you. And I'm going to write down, Sally sent me this person. And when we book the job with that person, I'm going to save your name. And the person that does the most referrals gets a free 60-minute massage. Boom. That's pretty fantastic. When you come and visit, um, I'm going to do this until the end of the year. And then, or maybe I'll do it for like a few months. Have, um, for a few months. What's this? August, September, October. So end of October, if you come this year, I'll get you the massage. Because I don't know if those massages things. Anyway, so there you go. The person that sends me the most referrals in the next two months gets a free massage when they come this year. How about awesome. that? Yeah. Okay, that's it. Make sure when you refer someone, you make sure they tell me it's from you. <sighs> Big news. Next. That's it. That's it. You want to read a review? Nah. We got some five stars. 
You guys, make sure you're going to Apple and reading, leaving us reviews because we're running out because we read them every week. I'll just read one. Talk about it with your friends. Yeah, tell your friends Share to leave five-star reviews. Ooh, also, if you go to the Backyards of Key West podcast this week from Friday, it's our interview with him. I thought it already played. Last Friday. So go look at his podcast. No, it was last Friday. All right, we're going to read a quick review. Just kidding, because I can't get it to come up. <laughs> is this my life? I have no techie skills. No reviews. If it doesn't come up this time, no reviews. Okay, just kidding. No reviews this week. Just our big announcement. You guys have a great week. We'll see you next week. See you. Bye.